Let's do a little recap. So, um, as you recall, uh, you have travelled to Blackwater Creek to look for the missing Henry and Abigail Rhodes. You you had um, some rather interesting conversations with some of their ex um, postgraduate students who had been sent home sometime during June. It's now late September, and since they departed in in the middle of June, no one has um, seen or heard from. Henry and Abigail. There was a letter sent on June the twenty-second, which um, which you read, um, seemingly talking about some aggressive locals who uh, may have been causing them some problems, but um, didn't give you a name. I think you actually got the name from one of the others, though. Did you not? From one of the yeah. students. Yeah. Yeah. So from you know, the woman. Yeah, you know, it's these two brothers. Yeah, the Carmodies who um, apparently are a couple of roughnecks that live out on a farm somewhere somewhere near near the town near the village of Blackwater Creek. So it's um it's approaching dusk. Sorry, I wanted to ask before um, mm-hmm. the professor is friends with um, Rhodes. So he knows yes. I assume he knows what he looks like, he knows what he sounds like. He, yes. Does he know his handwriting? Yes. The note yes. Was, yeah. So th- th- there was a couple of things. Given that you you know him pretty well, I think one of the others. Uh, I think Alistair. Did you um? Did you know him as well? Alistair? Um, I'm trying to. Th- I I don't remember. Um, yeah, you you had his class. With class or something. Oh Someone yeah did. yeah no I think you so. did know him at least. You yeah, had his I, class and. Because you've like taken every class, you're like <laughs> yeah. taken every class, and I'm particularly interested in archaeology. It's one of the, it's one of the things I've dabbled in in my on my character sheet. So. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah. So you both know what he looks like. The mm-hmm. one thing, so I would say probably only Paxton Smythe knows this because it's something a bit more on a personal level. I uh, describe your friendship. Or is it a friendship with him, or is I it? I think it's more of an. I think it's more of an acquaintance thing. Um, it, it, I mean, it, I, I actually am interested in archaeology on a on a very mm. superficial level, <laughs> like <laughs> everything. Like everything, yeah, you're, right, you're only right. interested in anything on a superficial level. Right. Um, and what about you, you asking, Paxton? Yeah, yeah, Paxton Smythe. Um, What's your? I, I think I think he's one of the few <laughs> academic members who can tolerate me. So uh, <laughs> he, he he kind of listens to my stories and doesn't question them. Okay. Um, okay. But but I imagine I imagine he actually I, I don't know too much about him because when we meet I'm usually just talking about myself. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um but I, I would say you, you are personal friends then and that you yeah. you know both him and his wife. Um so you you know what he looks like. Now the handwriting that's a very interesting point given that you're friends with them. Normally Abigail writes all the correspondences. So so that does has been playing on your mind maybe a bit. It's like why why did Henry write this letter? He never really writes letters. He's not he's not the letter writing type. Abigail usually is the one that sends out invites and things like that. Um, the other thing um, which I um, didn't mention, um, he did um, he actually has got a, a war wound from the First World War. He was in he was in uh, he was in the First First World War, the Great War. Uh, he actually lost a leg. He has a he has an artificial leg, which is which is quite uh, his signature. So um, right. so yeah, but um, maybe you've told the others about that so that they would recognise him and and um, you know obviously you know them both pretty well. So 
It's dusk, or approaching dusk, as you approach the Javi farm. And um, I suppose, do any of you have natural world skill? It's an unusual one to usually have, but... Um, I mean, most people would have only a 10% in it, unless it's something that you... Uh, what is it called again? Natural world. Natural... I have 10%. Yeah, I think yes, everyone has... Base. Oh, oh, hold base. Reg... My God, That's Reginald like, you Smythe. know what trees are. Reginald Smythe, you actually have 40% in natural world. Who would have oh. thought you actually have some learning in you, but... Um... <laughs> so everyone can make a natural... Everyone can make a natural world roll. It's the green one. Wow. Garbage. Is it green? Muff, uh, garbage. Yeah, the green one. Yes. Okay. I'd love to imagine what a fumbled natural role, what, what natural world role would be. Well, amazingly, even if none of you succeed, Ma um, uh, Alistair Spaulding, the how did I? <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered a factoid from a class twelve years ago. <laughs> Rolled a Who's hard a success. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, Alistair, somehow this factoid presents itself to you as you were driving. Um, you know, as you're approaching the farm, you, you pass by, on the left-hand side, you see that uh, there is a wheat field, uh, a rather modestly sized wheat field, as you're approaching the yard. And Alistair, you realise, you know, it's late September, and it's quite strange because it seems like the wheat that's growing there is young wheat. And it should totally be, it should totally be mature and ready to harvest. Or, or it should be just stubble by now. It should have, you know, been harvested by now, and it's young oh, okay. wheat. So it's just a bit of an odd little detail that you notice as you're approaching. Um, and and as I um, showed you last week, you um, uh, you approach and you, you see Mr. and Mrs. Jarvie. I think you you were told that their names are Malcolm and Edith. And M Malcolm is this tall, wiry, um, grey-bearded um, elderly gentleman. Uh, Edith standing behind him with holding a, a nice apple pie is, um, is is shorter and rotund and very kind. They both look very kindly looking and, and they kind of nod to you as you arrive. And as you, as you um, pull up, maybe, maybe one of you had the window rolled down and uh, you can all make a spot hidden roll. Ruth and Robert. As, as you, um, or maybe as you pull up and you open the door, um, a lot of smells assail you. This is a farm, obviously. So, as well as the constant underlying smell of pig manure, which is just, you know, it's just uh, um, everywhere. Pervasive. Pervasive, that's it. That's the word, thank you. Um, there's a couple of other scents <laughs> that, that enter your nostrils. Um, firstly, there is a really... Well, almost a delicious, actually a delicious, but slightly overpowering smell of barbecuing pork. Um, and in fact, mm -hmm. you see you see smoke coming from from the back, from behind the um, behind the main farmhouse. Maybe maybe um, you know, there's a couple of small buildings off to the right, and um, and you see some smoke coming, and the smell of um, the smell of pork, uh, barbecuing pork, uh, or roasting perhaps. And there's another smell, and I think that only um, only Robert picks this up. That there's also this very strong smell of fruit, um, but very like overly ripe fruit, um, almost almost on the verge of like that of a rotten fruit smell, like like plums or apples that have fallen um, and and have been left. And fermented, first, yeah. 
Yeah, almost, almost fermenting. And and I, I think at first your brain thinks, okay, she's holding an apple pie, must be the smell of that. But it's it's way too strong, um, and 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 kind of almost you know way too rancid. A, a, well, a, like a rotten fruit smell. It, it, unless you made the apple pie a rotten fruit, I, I don't think it could be that. But but anyway, these are these are the things that that immediately. Um, assail you as you get out of the car and um malcolm says good evening can i help you yes i um we're we're travelers actually we were headed to see a uh, particular uh archaeological dig a very important archaeological dig that was being conducted by one of my colleagues and i was just told that perhaps you might be of um, service to us, and perhaps we can be of service to you. Oh, is that right? Um, was he here? Was he that fellow that was here a couple of months back? Uh, yeah, I believe that his campsite was just out in that direction. I point in the direction that was obviously supposed to be, and mm. and uh, yeah, um, we're 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 wondering what 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 happened to him. We haven't we haven't uh, been hearing much of him lately, and and. You know, we're we're concerned. We're worried. He says, "Aye, aye, you'd be right there." Um, that was that Mister um, Mister uh, Rhodes, was it? Mister Rhodes, I think I seem to remember. And his his lovely wife Abigail. Yes. Well, they they they. Yes, I remember. They did come here. What was that, Edith? What was that? And Edith goes, "Yes, they came here. They came here in June, I think it was." And um. And, and Henry says, "Yes, yes. Now, now I remember. It was, uh, it was near towards the end of June. They they said they'd had a bit of trouble with those Carmodies. A couple of right rascals, if you ask me. Um, anyway, they said they had a bit of trouble, and they were a bit worried about staying in their campsite. So they wanted to 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 stay over here for a couple of nights, and then um, and then they they decided they up and left, and sent sent their the young ones went back to um." Went back to Arkham, um, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Rhodes. Uh, they they said they were going off to do some further exploration. We never saw them again. Uh, yeah. What was the last time you saw? Well, no, no. They said they were digging around for uh, some old bones, something to do with that um, Cade's Rest. They 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 talked about some uh, colonial times um, business that went on went on around here apparently. I'd never heard anything about it. Anyway, they they stayed up in um, Mr. and Mrs. Rhodes stayed up in uh, in our guest room. The others stayed out in the barn because we haven't got enough uh, space for everyone in the house. It's getting quite late. Would you would you like to come in and uh, and have um have some, have a bite to eat? Are you you looking for someone to stay? We do we we do put people up here. Oh yes. Um, as a matter of fact, that's exactly what I was hoping you would say. Um, that would be incredible. Thank you. Yes. My old weary bones could use a place <laughs> by the fire. Ah, oh, yeah, I I know that feeling, Miss. Yeah, um, and um, and uh, and uh, James, I call back to my driver. It's like, <laughs> please uh, bring these bottles of one one, uh, you know, uh, you know, a couple bottles of the mums, the good stuff. <laughs> that James says, yes, yes, my lord, oh, not my lord, <laughs> not <a> lord. <laughs> I'm not a lord. I'm just a sir. Yes, sir. Um, Would you like Would you like me to wipe the mud off your shoes as well? (laughs) Yes, please. Thank you. 
Um, when did you say you last um, saw our friend Rhodes? Oh, that would be... Uh, oh. Yeah, it was, uh, it was just uh, towards last week of June. Yeah. Hmm. What's that, like three months gone now? Nearly three months gone. Yeah, yes, yes. Anyway, um, we need to get cleaned up. Um, I hope you don't mind the smell. I know it's a bit strong, but uh, uh, we had to burn one of the pigs. Why? Oh, I thought I was smelling some good meat. He says, oh, no, no, no. Uh, we, we won't be eating that. We won't be eating that. That one was, it, it were diseased. We had to burn it. Terrible shame. It cost a cost an arm and a leg, one of them. No, 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 no good eating on that, believe me. Yeah. What's going with the uh, your with your wheat field? I mean, it's uh, isn't it kind of late in the in the season? He goes, ah, it's, it's, it is a, it's it's almost a minor miracle. I think um, we we harvested in August like we always do. You know, husk husk the husk the wheat and keep the straw for the. For the bales, for the for the sheep and the for the cows rather and the pigs, and you never guess what happened. It started growing again earlier this month. It's a miracle. I I, I said to Edith, isn't it, Edith? She goes, yes, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Oh yes, of course, miracles. You know those things that people say when they can't explain them. But <laughs> search me for the for the thing. I'm sure there's a very good logical explanation. But he kind of leans on the um on the banister and says. I've never seen the likes of it. I've never seen the likes of it. And I, I was just worried it would spread to the others. Came out in all these black pustules and boils. And, um, oh, it was, it was a terrible sight. But you know what? The weirdest thing was, I'm sure that pig knew what was going on with it. It tried to hide when we came for it. I'll tell you what, when I took a look in that pig's eyes, now I know these I know pigs are clever animals, but this pig seemed to know what was going on. I've never, never, never felt it. felt felt very queer when I went to go and slaughter that pig. I tell you. Hmm. Did the pig eat the wheat? <laughs> no, 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 no. The pigs just eat all the, all the, all the, all the garbage. They eat all the offal and the offcuts and the scraps. You know, fall fruit falling from trees and yeah, no, no, no. We don't feed the pigs wheat. That's we keep that for uh, for bread making for the mill. No, no. Um, but yeah, I uh, the vet. You, we have a vet doesn't live round here. lives lives in Dunwich, but uh, he's come out and had a look at this one, and uh, he said there was nothing for it, so we had to we had to kill the, the poor bleeder. Stick it on the fire. Anyway, look, um, Pete's over there. He's, see, I think he's probably just finished. And you see um, this really um, disheveled, scrawny, scraggly um, man kind of walking around from behind the farmhouse. And he's sort of wiping his hands. Um, and he's chewing away, chewing away <laughs> on some chewing tobacco. And, you know, he <laughs> spits this huge sort of um, gob of black black sputum out of his mouth and it splatters on the in the mud of the farm. Yikes. 
<laughs> and uh, and he wanders uh, he wanders up and he just kind of stands there sullenly looking at you. And Malcolm says, "Don't be so rude, Pete. Introduce yourselves to the visitors." And Pete just goes, "You literally can't understand what he's saying. It's it's like he's got so much chewing tobacco in his mouth and his accent is so hard to." To hear that you, you literally can't understand what he's saying but he just goes and sort of nods and then he then he kind of um wanders off wiping his hands on his dirty Isn't, um, is do you understand the accent uh ruth he's from around here uh, does he like yeah do i does is it like like cockney version of um, farmer talk i, I don't know <laughs> yeah so actually you you understand him a little bit more, uh-huh. but he's really—he's obviously not a, well, a well-educated man. His his language is full of full of colloquialisms, full of slang, and and he's mumbling away because of all the tobacco in his mouth. And he said something—he said something like, um, "He's nearly burnt up now," something like that. He was talking about oh, something talking getting about burned up, but but he's not nearly as refined as I am, so I can't <laughs> quite understand him. So. Edith says, "Well, you better come in then. Dinner, dinner will be on soon, and, and this pie—we don't want a pie to go cold. Make sure you make a bit, of, keep a bit of room for the pie." So uh, you are. Malcolm steps aside and says, "After you." To, to Thank you for the gracious hospitality. Mm. So yeah, do you I get? Mean, Doug never says no. Yeah, we go in. I'm going. Okay. I go, I go in bearing a, a couple of a couple of good bottles of champagne. Lovely, lovely. Um, what's the name of your driver? James. James. James says, "Sir, I, I will wait in the car." I, uh, he leans and he says, "I'm not sure I um, fully trust these these people around here. Um, I want to keep an eye on the car." Okay, James. He uh, says, "In fact, do you think I should um, park up somewhere discreet and then walk back?" Why on earth would you do that? You well, I mean, look at them. They're, they're, they're yokels. <laughs> oh, you know, I, you know, we, I, we, we, it's such charming people. That's, that's part of the reason we, you know, moved out here to Arkham. They're the heart well, of America. Exactly. Yes. Arkham. Well, <laughs> old New England. <laughs> well, if you say so, sir, I'll, I, uh, I, but uh, I think I might. Sit in the car, maybe sleep in the car overnight. Would, how how does that sound? Sure, sure thing. I'll uh, I'll I'll ring the bell if I need you. Okay, okay, sir. Okay, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you go you you head into the main farmhouse and the, the farmhouse rather. It's it's a modest building, but it's very well maintained. The the paint, um, although not brand new, is obviously it obviously gets painted repainted on a regular basis. It's not chipping there's no signs of dry rot or or woodworm or anything like that um certainly it's in far better condition than any of those miserable buildings you passed when you drove through blackwater creek early in the afternoon and you go in and and it's very simple and plain very few ornaments just um but a kind of you know welcoming nonetheless um simple furniture it's clean obviously well cared for um it's oil lamps and candles there's no electricity out here and um, there's nice smells coming from the oven, and um, does that rotting the... fruit smell smell stronger here, or we don't smell it here? Um, it's rotting. it's faded somewhat. Okay. It's faded somewhat. 
Yes, yes. Um, in fact, you can only really now smell. Uh, you can only really now smell the the, the 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 food cooking in the oven, and of course, the underlying pervasive smell of pig shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a smell you can that trust. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever smelled pig shit? Yeah, oh it's not that bad. It's horrible. It's a stench oh. you can rely on. <laughs> okay, so there's a wood-burning stove. There's a nice kitchen table with a bunch of chairs around it. Simple. Um, I think they were, uh, you know, there's like Quaker-style chairs. Um, a fireplace. There's a tin bath. Um, and um, and yeah, you you are um, uh, you you're uh, invited in and you sit down and um, and and a dinner will be served. And uh, and um, Malcolm. Malcolm uh, sort of welcomes it, welcomes you in, uh, welcomes you to sit down, and uh, and he looks at the champagne. And he says, "What? What's in there?" He's obviously never seen the champagne bottle. Oh, it's uh, it's 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 rather tasty. It's my favorite uh, beverage for uh, for uh, dinner. Would you like some? I I don't know. It looks rather looks a bit looks a bit fancy for me. And so I twist off the the the, the top, and you don't, you don't use the saber. Carefully inch the thing forward and bang, and then Edith goes <laughs> really jumps out of her skin. <laughs> oh, 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 now, quick, 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 quick! We don't want to lose any. Uh, Okay. Okay. Um, and then and they bring, a glass, a mug, a whatever yeah, you've got. They, they bring out some um, some some old beer mugs. <laughs> exactly, and I just with handles. I pour it in, and I'm, I'm, I'm and I say it's like beer, except it's much tastier here. Um, and and at this point, you see that Pete has has come in from from the outside, and he really is filthy. It's um. He he's got he's an indeterminate age. He's got scraggly brown hair turning to grey, and he's got this kind of permanent stoop. Um, he's wearing a ragged flannel shirt that was probably red once, um, and shows no indication of ever having been washed or even maybe taken off. And denim trousers held up with string tied around the waist, of course. Um, I've met this guy before, <laughs> like in real life. <laughs> and, um, and Malcolm says, um, don't, "Don't bother giving any to old Pete. He he won't wouldn't touch anything apart from uh, from that whiskey, the, the whiskey that he's got." And you see Pete, um, you see Pete like open a, a whiskey. He pulls out like a, it's just actually a bottle of whiskey. It's not it's not a flask or anything. He's he's got like an entire bottle just shoved. Shoved into an inside pocket, he pull, pulls it off, and he kind of um, bites bites the cork out. And everyone can make a spot hidden at this point. Okay. Ugh. Right. So certainly, Doug and 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 one second, one second, one second. I sorry, I was having difficulty pulling up my thing. Here we go. Okay, well, <laughs> almost the, almost the fumble. I love I love I love fumbled spot hiddens. But anyway, um, Doug and the professor, uh, you both noticed to your rather, I don't know, if, I don't think this, this will um, turn your stomach a bit. But as he as he was opening his mouth to pull the cork out, you see that the, the entire inside of his mouth is just covered in black, tarry, 
chewing tobacco, um, his gums, his teeth are just literally covered in this black, sticky substance. It's repulsive. I'm happy to be oblivious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Right. This is like this is like normal though, but it's not it's not like the rot disease that the pig died of that they were describing. This is, I've um, seen people who have chewed tobacco before. Does this look normal? You have. You have. Um you Oh wait, no, I didn't notice this. I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. didn't I'm notice. Not one of the people. Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice. Yeah, that. you didn't notice. Okay. So we'll pretend that didn't. Yeah. Happen. Um right. <laughs> so, well, I'm interested. <laughs> 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 okay. All right, Professor. What are you interested in? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a little disgusted that I think our, my my response would be to try and make conversation about it. I might ask him. I might ask him what brand he favors. Uh, t- chewing tobacco there. What what brand do you? He goes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just keeps <laughs> chewing away. <laughs> oh no! no, no, no. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Did anyone catch that? Uh, uh, no, no one seems to understand what you're saying. Actually, at this point, um, and you he see... said the only one that there is in the one store that I go to. <laughs> and you see, you see him, you see him pick up a, a small spittoon. He just spits into it. This thick, tarry, black glob of of spit comes comes out and spatters against the uh, the, the tin, making a kind of metallic sound. Um, and, and Malcolm says, oh, knock it off, Pete, for God's sake. We've got visitors here. If you want to do that, go outside. It's disgusting. And he goes, and gets up. Before you go, Pete, <laughs> what do you think about that pig? What do you think happened to it? He goes, Rrr. Shrugs. Okay. And then maybe one word does come through. Uh, Sick. And then he and then he wanders off. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Great so during, information. during the dinner, I um, mm. I I want to mention that we we ran into the vet uh, on our way here, and he mentioned there were sick mm. animals. Um, do and and I want to ask if they know anything about whether other other farmers are having the same issue. Malcolm kind of is forking up some stew. Got some quite nice stew that that you've all been served and. Um, uh, I guess you're all taking ni- some nice sips of champagne. I, I don't know. Are you all partaking in the champagne? I don't drink. You don't drink. Yeah, oh, uh, hell yes. Okay. I, I can't brought enough champagne on my pen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so those of you that do drink, you're having the champagne. Uh, the rest of you, there's a there's a water jug or um, um, or maybe uh, if you want. And and Edith says, "Oh dear, you, you oh, I'm glad to see you don't drink. It's it's the it's the devil's water. Yeah, you didn't live to be our age by drinking. How is she older than me? How old is she? Uh, Does she look older than me? She's about the same. I don't know. You're what, sixty? Yeah, I'm sixty-five. Sixty-five. Yeah, she's about the same. Ah, oh, so we were both there, like quivering, old <laughs> <Yeah>. and small. <laughs> yeah. um, Lovely says, stew, though. <laughs> she says, "Oh, would you like some lemonade, then, dear?" Oh, or- no sugar for me. Oh, it's, it's milk. Past six. milk would be lovely. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she pours you out a, a jug of milk. It's 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 relatively cold. Um, it is. And yeah, I mean, I don't know how they've kept it. Cold. Like it was. I guess they body temperature this morning, and then it sat in the shade. 
<laughs> right? Like, <laughs> no, 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 because they they did have ice boxes. Remember back? They had ice boxes. If these people get ice deliveries out here what in the middle of these fucking nowhere, people. <laughs> I mean these individual people. <laughs> okay, let's let's say it's um let's say it's farm cold, which means it's just below body temperature. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. No, because you can you can also cool things with evaporation. Remember, you can if you put a wet cloth yeah. over a jug. It's True. Sort of cool in the shade with a wet cold, it, it would get yeah. cool. Cool. But like, if you drank it, you'd be like, "This is this is warm. Yeah. This is warm milk." <laughs> I'd be I'd be more concerned about whether it's cow milk. No, so you definitely What's know it's cow milk. Pig milk. Um, Ruth, you I mean, mean, people know what cow milk tastes like. Um, yeah, it's it's cow milk. All right, and, and Malcolm says, "Well, yes, uh, the the vet said he he, he said that there were um, quite a lot of these things happening and." Um, some of the young were being born dead and, and diseased. It, it sounded right terrible. So uh, as soon as I saw them boils come up on on Bessie, I I I, I went into the Blackwater Creek and I I gave him a call, and he came, he came round and there was nothing nothing could be done for her. God bless her her little piggy soul. So. If there's nothing else you want to ask, we can we can move dinner on. Any more I, questions? Um, yeah, I, I want to ask about the comedies as well. Yeah. Go on then. Uh, so so we heard some some uh, warnings about this these two brothers. Uh, they're troublemakers, and we we heard our friend had trouble with them. Um, do you know what they? Maybe can you tell us anything about them? What they may be up to? He says, um, oh, yeah, They're, it's ever since they, they come back from Boston, Damien and Brendan, they've, they've been a right pair of tearaways, causing all kinds of trouble. I think, I think they got an illegal still up there. Anyway, old man Carmody, he must be, he must be at his wit's end, having a, a right pair of thugs like that. For sons, no, they—they're uh, not too friendly. Like, if you—if you go anywhere near, go anywhere near their farmhouse, they're likely as not to come out with their shotguns. Do you know why they uh, quarrelled with uh, the professor? Yeah, but the professor said it that that the Carmodies were saying that they were snooping around their land and came. They came after them and said, they better clear out. Do the Carmody's own the land where uh, the professor was digging? No, no. We saw his dig site just past the road. That's uh, where no, they were, right? No, they don't own that. No, no, no. The boundary, the, their farm boundary is, um, is, is north of here. Oh, so, sorry, it's west of here. But oh, the professor and his boundary. wife didn't, didn't actually uh, trespass on their farm. They were just angry that uh, they were, uh, well, at the I, dig site. I no, I, I, I don't know. No, no, no. You see, they'd finished with the dig site. They said they said they didn't find anything there, just some old bones, and um, and they were they were looking around. So yeah, they probably did maybe w wander over the boundary line without knowing it, because they said they went I further see. up through the woods and all that, and the Carmody's boundary goes to the edge of the woods. Maybe they. 
Maybe they, they did wander around, but still, no reason to come after them with a shotgun, is it? I don't think. Not I shouldn't think a, so. Not if you're a decent fella. And I wonder if they're like bootleggers or something. Well, that's it. They're, they could, uh, that's why I said they got a. St I reckon they got a still up there. Mm. Is there we are, a, sorry, it is during prohibition right now, correct? Yeah, yes, it is yes. during prohibition. He said, "Yeah, they they ran around with some some bad lot that, uh, up in Boston, and um, ever since then, they, I think I think they think they're they're gangsters." I happen to know, uh, happen to be good friends with several bootleggers who keep me very well stocked. Um, <laughs> I wonder if if they might know who the who these who these what the Carmodies. Carmodies, yeah, that's yeah, right. Carmodies. I wonder if they might know who these who these who these these Carmody uh, amateur amateurs are. Oh, Mister Mister um, Spalding, I, I can't I can't recommend you go up there. I, I wouldn't go and go and bother them. They're, you know, especially looking the way you look, sir. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean anything by that. But... <laughs> oh, I don't take any. I don't. I, I no offense taken. Raise my, makes a good my... point. If we are going to go up there, we should uh, try to cut a lower profile. <laughs> not, not go up in Maybe this. leave the rolls. Rolls, rolls. <laughs> Pierce arrow. It's a Pierce arrow. It's Pierce an American arrow. rolls. It, yeah. I've never heard of it. It's so interesting. <laughs> okay, so dinner winds to a close. and um, um, Actually, she brings out the, the apple pie. Edith brings out the apple pie. And... Um, Serves you all up a nice slice of apple pie. Given that you um, were curious before, uh, Ruth, why don't you make another spot hidden? About the. Teeth? And this time you can roll with a bonus dice. What does that mean? How do I uh, you that can roll. You just hit the purple button next ah. next to the skill. Oh, nope. Nope. Wow. Garbage. Some, Such that's garbage. Some, that's some bad roll. I'm up, the milk's made me all sleepy. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I'm not really noticing. Extra bedtime. Mm, I think it so. It really is. My old um, but 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 um quite so so maybe the the overall kitchen and cooking um has has overwhelmed your senses from the, the food was very good. It was very hearty, very healthy. Well, I mean as healthy as you could be in the 1920s, I suppose, <laughs> eating eating um, you know beef stew and and, and drinking uh, yeah. Um, so um, and, and as you're eating the apple pie, I think most of you probably do notice it. Cause it's quite obvious. You see Edith, and um, she takes um, like a couple of spoonfuls of um, of the pie, and then she kind of winces, and then she starts sort of rubbing rubbing her her mouth, rubbing rubbing the sides of her jaws. She just ooh. And then she just carries on eating. Yeah, I might just have a, I might just have a liquid dessert. Okay. <laughs> you young people. Anyway, no. Ruth. Oh, I, I say, what's wrong, dearie? At the. At the she goes. Oh, oh, I've been having trouble. I've been having trouble with my gums. Oh, you know. Ah uh, yes. Age. Yes. I, I have the same trouble with my hip. <laughs> um. If you want to, um, uh, I, I don't have any medicine, so I, I don't. No, have no, but about. you you could roll a some kind of social role at this point because you're being quite friendly with her. So if you've got um, charm talk. or 
or persuade. I have a little bit of charm, I guess. Or... Yeah, I'll use my charm. My okay. old lady charm. Your old lady charm. Your 15% old nope, lady charm. Nope, nope. I'm not no, cute. No, no, not no. Not cute. Not no, cute. No, 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 no. But um, yeah, she's just, she just rubbing her rubbing her yeah. cheeks. Um, and uh, and yeah, so, so maybe the dinner winds to a close. And who... Who is going to... I guess I know the answer. Who's going to take the actual bedroom? Duh. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was already... I thought that went without saying. There are actually two beds in there. It's twins. But are you you going to... It does go without saying, but it's the professor who gets it. Not you. You might be rich, but you're not the highest rank. That's true. That is true. But maybe maybe you can can bunk up. There's also an old lady here. Yeah, what about what about poor Ruth? I'm old. See, the professor would be a gentleman and give it to the lady, and all the men would go to the bar. That's the professor is is suggests is happy for anyone to to share the room with him, but he is not going to the bar. (laughs) He's not. I mean, the rest of you are students of service stuff. He's not going to. uh... Oh, you young tender bones! I'll sleep in the barn. I know I'm going to the barn. I've slept in barns like most of my life, so. <laughs> me as well. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Ruth is made of harder Wait, really? stock than this. I guess I'm yeah, a groundswoman. Who... I live yeah. on a farm. Miskatonic doesn't like send their best on missions like this. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like it's part of the terms of my work study that I have to do shit like this when asked. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just point to my yeah. to my uh, pocket flask and my uh, you know six. Senior loggable. And I said, yeah. share, care to share some, Professor? <laughs> I, I say, indeed, indeed, definitely. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> okay, so so Edith shows the two of you up and she goes, Oh, I, um, are you, are you, um, you don't mind, um, do you, mind, do you mind paying in advance, sirs? If I, I hand her, I open up my wallet and I. I hand her like like twenty bucks. Her eyes just go yeah. completely I know. wide. I, I, exactly. <laughs> she goes, "Oh, you, you, you're staying for a month, then, sir." Oh, oh, oh. well, well, well. A month from now, we'll talk about it. I goes, I, as soon as he's given, he's handed over the money. I, I want to ask her for an oil lamp. She says, "Oh, of course." Of course, young um, young man. We, 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 you, you can each take an oil lamp out out, out to the barn. You, you, okay. It's very dark out there, and you you, you got to be careful. Yeah, um, w- watch out! Watch out for the cesspit. You don't want to be falling in that. Oh, the open cesspit, yeah, by, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. by the outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll smell it. <laughs> yeah, you do, you do not be, want to be falling into the open cesspit. <laughs> kind of role are we going to have to do for that? <laughs> um, and, um, and as, so Edith hands lanterns to all of you, or at least to the ones going out to the barn. And and the two of you that are going upstairs, she says, oh, I'm so glad that we finally got got um, some visitors again. We, we've not had anyone since since the professor and his wife stayed here. Helps keep the coffers full. And um, she kind of dodders upstairs holding a little candle on a little plate little metal plate you know stuck in like a candle holder um and and she goes in and she says oh, i'm sorry i haven't I haven't really tidied up in here since they were here and she's just moved some things around and oh, like, smooths out the bed and, and and everything so 
professor. Oh, no, no, perfectly fine. Yeah, so Professor and, and Alistair, she leaves you, uh, leaves you in, the, in the spare bedroom. You see that there's probably a, you know, there is a little bit of, it's, it's, it's a bit odd. There, there maybe seem to be a couple of items of clothing maybe left behind and... Um... Yeah, I, I, I suggest Alistair um, pause a little, do, if he has a glass, he pause a little bit of his whiskey and um, I want to search this room as carefully as possible because it sounds like the roads may have left something behind yeah so you look around um there are two narrow wooden single beds with very hard and uncomfortable looking mattresses uh there's a ceramic washing bowl and a water jug standing on top of a wooden dresser there's a solid oak wardrobe next to it and there's a nightstand between the two beds with an oil lamp on it and as you're looking around you look behind a few things on top of a few things and you see a crumpled ball of paper behind the nightstand. Do I take it and I uncrumple it? It looks to be a letter from Rhodes, dated 13 June 1928. My dear McTavish, I wish I knew where to begin. It appears my suspicions were correct, and Blackwater Creek is indeed built upon the former side of Cade's Rest. I have discovered artifacts that give every indication of an early colonial settlement. Uh, and then this crossed out and remains which. There is so much more here, though, and then more is crossed out. So much more than I'll, than I'll hear my mother sometimes. I know her voice. She's dead, but I hear her. Yikes. The cave is not a myth. Cade tried to bury it and then crossed out. But she is there and she never died. I have procured some dynamite and I aim to open up the cave as soon as this damnable storm ends. I crossed out even the wind sounds like her. Crossed out again. She needs me, I must free her. God forgive me. Do I recognize handwriting? Yeah, this is this is uh, Henry's handwriting. Henry Rhodes' handwriting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> This is very strange, I tell Alistair. It's always an odd duck, but, uh... That's odd. <laughs> that's, like, really odd. There's all this stuff about his mother. He, he He's talking about some cave, and he says his mother is there. I'd say that perhaps he was, uh, drinking too much of the cheap rock guy, is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I, I suggest we share this letter with the others in the morning. Sure, sure. I mean, there's no, no yeah. point going. Oh, there's all kinds there. of interesting things going on at this place. I'm sure that'll be. In, I'm sure that there's, there's probably a, a very simple explanation for all of it. Um, <laughs> you know, it always. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. You know, you know. I mean, who knows? You know, there's something, something, something in the some, you know, something in the area or something in the the uh, in the weed or whatever that's like just you know turning that's making making the animals sick and turning people crazy and probably had this probably the same thing happened to the settlers. Who knows? You know, I, um, but they were superstitious, so blamed it on the supernatural. Point, but, I, at this point, I. 
share with Alastair the fact that I know Abigail writes writes most of their letters, and this is now the second letter we've seen from him, not her. Mm-hmm. Maybe something was wrong with her. Okay, so you, you, the, the the rest of you, the three, the three others, you're you're up in the barn. You, um, there's actually um, the barn itself is um, a storage barn. It's not an animal barn. Um, so um, uh, so it doesn't smell like poop. No, it's it's purely for hay and feed. <coughs> this barn. Um, it's got some spare timbers up in the upper level. Um, most of most of them are in bad condition. There, there's spiders' webs around. It's 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 not been kept in the best of conditions, but it seems dry and and secure. Perfectly serviceable um, for old Ruth. Yeah, um, the hay can be used as makeshift beds, and you've been given um, blankets and pillows plus plus lamps. Um, can um, you settle down for the night? And I'd like the three of you to make in, in the barn to make a luck roll. Uh, okay. Good with the... I was also planning to go skulk around a bit. Oh, were you? Okay. Is this an overnight roll? This roll? Uh, this is an overnight. So do you want I'm to just go gonna skulk like, first? Yeah, after we go, I'm going to go like get settled into the barn, get situated, whatever. And then I'm going to go take a walk to the outhouse. And mm-hmm. doing that, I'm going to go like just kind of poke around and like sniff around, look for, see if I can figure out what that weird smell was. Mm. Uh, look at the pig field, see if anything looks weird. It's just. Something seems okay. off about this place, and I don't know what, and I'm just going to wander around a little bit. Okay. Um, um, then go take a leak, and then go to bed. Okay. All right. So you you, you wander around a bit, um, and most of the people have, have gone, gone into bed, but you um, you can... Obviously, near the pig field and the cesspit, the smell is really very, very strong. Um, but you do realize that this this rotten fruit smell seems to be coming from from everywhere. Like it's just around. It's not like you can't see any piles of rotten fruit, but the smell is there, being carried on the air as if it's coming from just everywhere around you. Um, towards the backfield, towards behind the pig field, you see you see some corn stalks, and and. Um, they're huge. They're about they're the biggest corn stalks you've ever seen. They must be about ten feet tall. <laughs> utterly, utterly gigantic corn stalks. Really, really healthy, huge corn <laughs> growing out of the back. Um, and and then you notice um, sitting um, near the uh, tool shed. Actually, sitting on the step of the tool shed, you see Pete again. And he's like, he nods at you and goes, Rawr. and he's... I nod he's, back. And he's chewing Rawr. away still. <laughs> he's still chewing away, chewing away. And he says, he literally don't answer. But he's kind of pointing, pointing towards the pig shed. And he seems to be, you know what, make an intelligence roll. No. You, you try to understand what he's saying, but you, you really can't. And um, um, I... I point at the pig shed and I say uh another one? He goes rrr, rrr. <laughs> shrugs his shoulders and, and and then he just he kind of wags his finger and, and I think this time it's pretty clear he's saying just you know don't you know just 
Don't, Go fuck don't, around with the pig, Jed. Don't fuck around with <laughs> the pigs. You know, um, right? They're his charge, right? He's like the pig yeah, keeper. Uh, he's the, yeah, he's the pig keeper, the the general handyman. There, there are some other laborers that you saw maybe um, having their dinner somewhere out. Um, mm. uh, but he's he's got his own shack uh, that he uh, right. That, so you, you notice something maybe a bit a bit strange about Pete. I mean, apart from all the other strange things about Pete, you notice that although he seems to be constantly chewing. On chewing tobacco, he never seems to put any in his mouth. It's like you've been watching him now. You've seen him like three times now this this afternoon and evening and night. He's always chewing, always spitting, but he doesn't ever seem to actually pull a pouch out and put any in his mouth. And uh, you'd expect to see that, but um, I don't know. Maybe he just has some, just has a constant constant stash in his in his cheek somewhere. But it is a bit odd. Or he does it. Discreetly, doesn't want anyone to see. So, okay, I'm gonna walk back towards the way where the hay barn is. Uh, I'm gonna pass by the pig shed, Mm -hmm. like kind of close, and just just give a peek, see if I can see any pigs, see if they have any fucked up boils. (laughs) Um, Okay, so. At this point, let's say Pete has gone back to his old shack, um, where he's. Gone. Oh yeah, if he's, I was I was just gonna kind of like keep the outhouse between me and him and do it, but uh, if he's gone, yeah. then I'll then I'll take a closer look. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's say he he he's bid you fair good night, and you head back, poke your head in. Um, there's there's a few sows and one absolutely huge um, male pig. They all seem healthy. You know, at least you don't see any obvious boils. Maybe you you. You're a bit far away. You might have to kind of poke it, go in a bit to see if you really want to see. Well, I look over my shoulder and then I, uh, you know, step inside, hang my lantern on the hook that must be on the inside of the door. Mm-hmm. And, and you uh, approach them. They're, they're all around. kind of caged in and, you know, like behind low fence. And, no, they seem perfectly healthy. Their skin looks smooth and clean. and Well, not clean because they're pigs, but like there's no bumps. There's no... There's no boils, there's no eruptions, there's nothing oozing or leaking out of them. Okay. No tentacles, nothing weird going on here. You do notice that maybe gives you a little creepy feeling. Is that they're all just looking at you really intently. All four of them. The male and the three sows. They, they've lift their heads up and, they, and they've and fixed you with their gaze. All four of them. Oh, creepy. And they're standing stock still, just watching you. These are just standing there, just staring at you. Yeah. Uh, let's say, what's going on here, pigs? <laughs> what is not the best place? It's got me talking to myself. Uh, I take another look at them. They continue to be pigs, I assume. They continue uh, I to take be my. Pigs. I take the lantern and I walk out. Okay. Um, and then the last it's... thing, before I go to bed, I go over to the wheat fields. Well, as, as you're leaving, you... you could swear that you hear um, the pigs do a sort of, like a couple of low snorts. Almost, almost sounds like laugh, that they're laughing at you or something. But maybe it's just your imagination. This place okay. is getting to me. <laughs> All right, so you go over to you go I go to the, the field and I just like pick up some of the soil and like smell it. 
and like check it out. Okay, there's definitely a whiff of that ripe, overripe fruit smell cloying in the, in the in the soil itself. It's like you stick your nose in it, and well, maybe not right in it because it would obviously go up your nostrils, but get you get your nose close enough to it, and it's got this distinctive. It's not very strong, but it seems to be in the soil as well. This this smell seems like the likely source then. Some kind of fertilizer, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So then I go back to the head. All right, and I go to bed. and and um, the luck rolls now. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Ruth. <laughs> oh yeah, I got a. I think I got a hard. You success. got a hard. You got a hard success. Yes. Okay, so what I'll say is that that night, Fail. that night, Doug, maybe you you overindulged in a, in a bit too much of the champagne, I would say, um, and and you wake up in the middle of the night really needing a to to, to urinate, and it's com- it's completely dark in the in the in the in the barn, so you will need a light source to uh, to find your way down, unless of course you just want to urinate out. <laughs> Into the, into the I mean, hey, which wouldn't be very nice. We're in a barn, <laughs> but there is a lady present. So yes. uh, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'll try to walk outside first and see if I can get away with not having a light. Um, but if not, then I'll turn around. Yeah, and what's the moon like? Music. Is there moonlight at all today? Um, uh, it's not light enough. You, 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 you stumble around for a bit, and you, you're gonna definitely need to mm-hmm. light. To find a light source, or you could seriously itch yourself falling down the, yeah. the ladder. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find that lantern and, and spark it up. Okay, so you you light the lantern. <laughs> you realize something rather weird. You, you you light it and you see a rat standing on a hay bale in front of you. Uh, and then and then you realize there's another one next to it. Oh my god! And there's another one next. I really to it. don't like that. And then you realize, you look around, you realize there's this semicircle of rats all standing on hay bales, like on their hind legs with their paws out in front of them, and they're just looking at you. They're watching you. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna take. We have like blankets or something. I'm just, I'm just gonna like or a pillow. I'm just gonna take and swing it to just kind of scare them off. And okay. I'm gonna be like, okay, go ahead. So you swing it, and the ones that you swing at, they just they just hop back just out of the range of the blanket, and they continue staring at you. And you are going to have to make a sanity roll at this point. This is for absolutely oh, yes. horrible. I know. I I would say. No, I went to pee. What I missed? I'm getting attacked by the secret of Nemo here. Rats. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh. Wow. Maybe, maybe you have a maybe you have an affinity for rats, but but um, after you swipe them, they they all just slink down off the hay bales and they and they scatter into the dark corners of the barn and and maybe maybe it was just your imagination maybe it wasn't really what you thought it was because they're yeah. like you kind of blink a few times and like they've gone and they, they, so, they must have just been like sickly looking uh, squirrels squirrels do that they, they sit up on their legs and, yeah yeah and arrange themselves in a semicircle and stare at you in the middle <laughs> of the night exactly i mean more like listen these are the things that i have to tell myself so maybe in the morning you maybe you thought it was just a dream that you had um you know in, in the middle of the night so so next morning comes and, and you've gathered again for breakfast uh and uh yeah what what's your plan for the day where, where do you want to head what's the what's the what's the well, let's go of back to the farmhouse and pick up our friends 
Yeah, I would I would say something to 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 the, to the couple. Um, I would just say, uh, uh, you may want to check for any holes in the the, the barn because there was some uh, some rodents. I think I might have seen last night in there. You know, you don't want them getting into your uh, feed. Says, oh, it's almost impossible to keep them out. Says Malcolm. They they uh, they're clever. These rats. Uh, they seem to be really clever. You know, I tried putting out some rat traps out a, f- a few weeks ago and uh, they, they seem to just take the take the cheese and the uh, trap goes off and doesn't catch them. Very strange, oh. really. Yeah. That is strange. Hmm. Maybe someday somebody will create a better mousetrap. <laughs> <laughs> someday, someday. Um, he says, well, um, will, you be, will you be staying another night? Or uh, what... I just want to know so we can uh, get enough supplies in. Oh, you know what? Maybe I tell you what. If you're planning on staying, maybe you could go and get some um, game and fish from from Mister Winnie from Hector. Do you, do you think you could do that for us and maybe pick up some pl- supplies from the general store? Yeah, anything to repay your hospitality. Yeah, the least we could do. Thank you. <laughs> um, Edith says, "Oh no." Malcolm, they gave me plenty of money. Um, don't, don't be asking for that. But maybe they can just do the do the run the errand for us. And um, Mark goes, oh, oh, I am sorry. I, I hope you didn't think I was trying to rip you off or anything. Oh, no, never. He says, yes. If you if you go to the general store, would you mind getting me a a bushel of nails? And um, and if you do see Hector Winnie, uh, he sells some lovely trout. Yeah, maybe you'll, you'll have a nice bit, nice bit of quail as well. You know, we should probably go around town anyways and talk to a few people, so this might be a good opportunity for us to do it without seeing, mm-hmm. you know, like we're just uh, outsiders asking questions. He points out to you, he explains to you that Hector Winnie, he's got a shack down by the Miskatonic River, and that's where he he, he fishes, and and he, he explains to you the um, the, the rough layout of... of of the of Blackwater Creek, he says. He says, "Well, Baxter Baxter stores in the right there in the center. Um, we've got there's a church and a schoolhouse. Um, Dick Sprouston, of course, he lives in town. He's our, I guess you could call him our local law enforcement, but he's not official. Like he's uh, unofficial law enforcement. We we haven't got any regular police around here. And then there's Widow Hawkins in the schoolhouse. Very small, charming. I think is the right way to describe it. How um I'm." How we, do we propose to get around? If not in this car? I was thinking that we that, that I'd have James drive us. I mean, reason to get our, our shoes muddy. You know, so he, he's explained to you also that the... Carmody's. Um, yeah, that the Carmody farm is literally right next to them. Right next to the, to the old creek. Okay, so why don't we just take the car? I mean... I thought you were going to send James to do all your errands. It's probably... It's probably a ten-minute walk into town from where you. Oh, okay, oh. alrighty. I'm just, yeah. Just hate to get my shoes. I'll let. I'll send. I'll send. J- How about I'll send James with the car? Okay. All to right. meet so us James- there while we walk there. No, I was thinking that he would go and I would give him money, and then he would go to Baxter's store and get everything we need. No, we need to talk meet. to all the townspeople anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you. you- you 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 go down the track into um, uh, you you drive down into Blackwater Creek. Uh, maybe he parks on the on the edge, so you know maybe next to the schoolhouse. 
as you're pulling in by the schoolhouse, you actually see a couple of kids running, running along the, the road. And um, one of them's holding like a, a worm or something in, in his hand. And he's going, I got one, I got one, I got one. And runs past with this, this equally young and equally um, scruffily dressed little girl. And they're they're, and they run past, and um, and you see they they're sitting on the school stoop on the stoop of the school is another little child, um, and this child's holding a jar with water in it. Hmm. Oh, kids oh. collecting all sorts of critters, no doubt. Fish in here? Because uh, the boy goes, no, Mister. But watch this, and you see he. He holds up this jar of muddy water and he says, Okay, Dwayne, put it in. And you see Dwayne holding out this, this wriggling worm in his fingers. And the little girl's going, Go on, Dwayne, drop it in, drop it in. And he drops in the worm. And then the boy who's holding the jar says, Watch this, mister. And then you see the worm just like wriggling around in the water. And then suddenly you see these tiny little white flecks in the water. At first it looks like it's just bits of silt moving around. But then you realize that they're all moving towards the worm. And then within seconds, the worm is covered in, this, in these bits oh, of white, God. of white material. And then the ah. worm starts thrashing around in the water. Don't like that. And then it seems to just, just start disintegrating. And then the whole lot just floats down to the bottom of the jar. He says, isn't that great, mister? Isn't that great? That is a frightful and gruesome game you're playing. I um, I asked where the, the child got the water from. Where did you find this water? Oh. Oh, we got it. We got it from the, from the, from the creek. Which creek? The, I thought the creek was all dried up. Oh, no, no. It, it a dry ain't. creek? It ain't. Yeah. No, you can get water from it. Sure you can, mister. Sure you can. If you know where to look. Talking about Blackwater Creek. And you know that the creek is dried up. You know, when you drove over it, it was completely dry. It was a dry creek. Exactly. No, mister, no, mister. There's water in that creek. Sure is. Anyway, gotta go. And they, and they run off. They all run off into town. <laughs>